all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? I'm Rachel. <laughs> and I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. This is a very special episode in which Rachel is pretty much sloshed and is going to try to pronounce Chinese. Which would probably go terribly even if you were completely sober. I well, no, well, maybe not. I'm going to carry it off with great aplomb. Uh, I'm not sure what that means, but I'm going to go with you on that. <laughs> See, even when I'm drunk, I know what that means. And, uh... Rachel's, uh, how should we put this, um, non-soberness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tonight is brought to you by <laughs> Burial Beer Company out of... Asheville, North Carolina. Yes. Uh, for beer connoisseurs that are out there listening to this, mm-hmm. and obviously by a beer connoisseur, we're not talking about somebody who drinks Miller Lite and red, white, and blue. Well, you drink Miller Lite, so. I do. A.K.A. Swell Water. Yes, but I'm a connoisseur. Oh. I don't drink that and also red, white, and blue. Just, what is red, white, and blue? I don't I'm not even sure it exists anymore. <laughs> I'm honestly, but but I remember when I was like in grade school. Uh-huh. When it was go, literally when, called red, white, and yes, blue? Yes. Oh. I'm not kidding. Um, when I was like in grade school and you go to like a friend's house and uh-huh. open up the fridge and about half of my friends is, you know, their fridge that, that uh-huh. was in there. I'm like, their dad had red, yeah, white, red and white, white, and blue. Yeah, red, white, and blue. What did it look like? It looks the can was the flag all the Just way around. Just the whole it. flag. I never tasted it, not once. Oh, well, that's probably for the best. It probably is, but I tasted Bush Light and, <laughs> and Milwaukee's Best Ice and <laughs> other things. But anyway, this podcast is not brought to you by any of that. No, and clearly by the gagging noises, we're not going to get any right. sponsorships from them. Tonight we have Burial Beer. Yes, Burial have, is excellent. The uh, name of this beer is called the Prayer. Yes. Which is a new beer to us. We recently got this in the in the area. Yeah. I think I had it when I was down there. Did you? I think so. For the bachelor party? I think so. Mm. But I'm not positive because I don't remember a whole lot about that. Um, <laughs> but this is a Belgian blonde ale with uh-huh. apricot. Mm-hmm. And the apricot, like some people at home are going to think, you know, I don't want a fruity beer. You barely did. It's just a hint of it. Just enough. Mm-hmm. But it's and, good. And and the fruit with the light beers, if it's the right fruit and the right light beer. And by light beer, I don't mean actually like light beer. I mean like a wheat or a Hefeweizen yeah. or something like that. Can be a really nice accent. Something you can drink in the spring and summer. Exactly. It is so darn hot here in yeah. North Carolina this summer. Yes. I mean, it's actually not as bad Every as summer. it could be. Yeah, this actually wasn't too but, bad tonight. Yeah. And now we're devol- we've devolved to talking to the weather, about the weather. <laughs> so And we're talking to the weather directly. Talking to the weather. Just, hello, weather. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not using the proper... Um, She's going to be pronouncing Chinese names later. I am. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail it. Just, I, I'm going to I, nail it. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll bet on it that you will. Yes. I have faith in you. I shall. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that's that. I'm, that's what I'm here for. Um, before we get started, so I don't have to record yet another like plug before the fact. <laughs> not a not a like plug. <laughs> we have Sushmeads. We do. Sushmeads. So we, we are have all on, the important ones. Yes, we are on Twitter and Insta at Graham. All Bad Things Pod. <laughs> 
And you can email us at allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Our website is allbadthingspod.com. Thank out, thank, thank out, big shout you too. <laughs> this is how this is going to go tonight, folks. Thank you. Big shout out to my sister Sarah yes. for help with our website. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She's learning um, coding, and it's always nice to have a coder in the family yes. as a software developer. As as for mankind in the 18th century all the way up till today, like it's still important to have a lawyer or a doctor in the family. Right. But in modern day society, it's really nice to have <laughs> yes. a programmer in the a family. A tech person, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Because and the tech part of it we would not have been able to do. Right, and she's not just a programmer. Like She can... Take apart a computer and yeah. do stuff with that. So and build, I don't know, and build a house. She can. She like the light fixture that we agonized for two hours over and couldn't figure out. She did by herself in fifteen minutes. So yeah, she's 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 a good big sister to have. Let's just say absolutely. That. She's a good little sister to have for me. There you go. Yes, little my, sister. My, my only little Aww, sister. Oh, that's true. <laughs> now I have three big sisters. Mm-hmm. And you have one, one little My sister. My biological sisters are both older than me, yes. so so yes. now I have a little sister. Oh, that's sweet. It is. So, um, and let's see, did I plug everything? We're on Facebook. Did I say that? Yes. Okay. You, you did mention the social meds. <laughs> did uh, mention the social meds. As it were. And Gmail and website. Oh, and rate us. I'm sure you'll rate this episode so highly because you're like a stupid drunk chick. <laughs> anyway. Uh, rate us, rate us, and subscribe wherever you podcast. Are you enjoying this? (laughs) (laughs) Should we just stop and try to pick this up again tomorrow? No, no, let's keep going. Okay. Let's keep going. (laughs) This is going to go so well, folks. And by the way, the reason I'm kind of sloshed is because I asked for a short and they gave me a full pint of the Irish Stout tonight. I did ask for the short. Yeah, I, I believe really you. Did. I do believe you. I do believe you. But I think it's more fun that you get the pint. Well, yes. <laughs> At Linwood Brewing Concern, which was lovely. It was it a was. very nice, yeah, very good nice time. visit there, yes. So what is our topic tonight? Our topic tonight, thank you for keeping me on point, oh, is... How, how, many, how many pages is this topic? Well, so now that I'm printing at home instead of at work... <laughs> it can be as many as you want. Oh, well, no, no it's, it's less. It's less, you're right. You're right. I'm being more conservative with the paper. Yeah. Conservative is not necessarily a bad word. It just depends on the context. Right, so it's three full pages of notes, a full page of sources, and two Full pages page. meaning back and front. Ba- back and front, yes. Or front and back. However you enjoy it. Right, exactly. And three pictures. Okay. So, tonight's topic is in Chinese. So, (laughs) not entirely in Chinese, you understand. Just the name is Chinese. And I read a primer on how to speak Chinese, (laughs) pronounce Chinese properly. So, in case you were wondering at home... It's going to be about the Chinese tonight. Well, it's going to be about um, something that happened in China, yes. Yeah, so it's going to be about the Chinese. It is about the Tangshan earthquake. Bam! Motherfucker. I like that. Did I not just nail that pronunciation? Spell it for me. 
T-A-N-G-S-H-A-N. Tang Shan. I, yeah, okay. But in Chinese, with T's and Q's and J's, as I learned, the tongue, but no, don't, don't puff up your tongue. No, just... The tongue is just, the tip of the tongue presses up against the bottom teeth. So it's instead of Tang Shan, it's Tang Shan. Tang Shan. Bam. So See? like tension, just with a G and but a but it's not Tang Shan. It's not. Tang. It's Tang Shan. Tang Shan. Okay. So it's like you're pronouncing a T, but your your tongue is in a different position. Anyway, it vaults towards the roof of your mouth. You see. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just scrap this entire thing? No, okay. No, I think no. I think we just. We're just going to have to tell my parents not to listen to this episode. <laughs> anyway. All right. So the Tangshan earthquake. <laughs> Are you ready for the intro to this? I am. The, what, the what, what, uh, we know what happened in China. What, what in year was China, this? it's an earthquake, clearly. On July 28th, 1976. A year before, uh, six months before I was born. Yep, almost exactly. The deadliest earthquake of the 20th century. Really? Took place, yes. In no Changshan. Uh-huh. I thought that was a San Francisco Mm-mm. earthquake. Okay. Hebei, China. Okay. Well, now, you, you, I, I honestly, I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. I've never heard I of mean, it. This, is, but, this uh, is a while ago. This got, was 41 years ago. It's got my attention. Mm-hmm. Well, the, while an exact death toll is difficult to pin down, <laughs> okay, it is estimated a minimum, and this is like a bare minimum, of 240,000. <sighs> two four zero. Zero, zero, zero people died. A 24 with four zeros behind it. Yes. That's a lot of fucking... 204. That's a, that's a quarter million people. That almost. is uh, yeah, just shy of it. And that yeah. is the low end of the estimates. We'll get into that. And it's yep. probably in between twice as high as that or in between the twice as high and the lowest estimate. Right. Yep. And pretty much. We'll, well, like I said, we'll get to that. Not too drunk to say. We'll get to that. Yeah. For all of you, for all of you at home, take a shot because she just said we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that should be part of the yes. all bad. Thing. If you haven't figured out a drinking game by now, we're we're just gonna figure it out for you. Exactly. So take a take a shot. Exactly. So to to get into the the background of this, obviously we're going to talk about the earthquake itself, but one of the really fascinating things to me about covering these disasters and talking about these disasters is the background in terms of history, science, geography, to to the disasters to sort of pin them in a certain place in time and what went into them and what happened and sort of set the stage for them. Because it's really, I find it really educational. A lot of things I didn't know, like I didn't know about a limnic eruption prior to our Lake Neos episode. I didn't understand the... um, the regulation or lack thereof before the thalidomide episode, you know, so things like that. Um, so the background to China as a country is actually really fascinating during this period in time. So um, also, I like to try to pronounce words in other languages. So it's Tsangchan. I think I have still nailed it every single time. I'm going to go with you nailed it. Yes, thank you. 
I'm bowing in case anybody can't see, which you can't because it's a podcast. So. Just imagine it. Yes, imagine me bowing. Now, we're not going to go back to the beginning of Chinese history because that was... Uh, that's, that's going back. That's it's going way That's going back. way back. That's involving a wall that you can see from space. And it's <laughs> all, right, and, and, it's, and further back than And that. it's also involving a city that was basically the size of about half of China that was built without using a nail. Well, and um, all I know is Ming vases. <laughs> There's the Ming Dynasty back there. Somewhere. There was, yes. But we're only going to go back as far as Mao Zedong. Okay. So Chairman so not, Mao, right? Yeah. So the last century. Yes, in the in the twentieth century. So quote, you know, Chairman Mao, as he's known in the seminal work by the Beatles, Revolution, right? Yes. But if you go carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't gonna make it with anyone mm-hmm. anyhow. Mm-hmm. Don't you know it's gonna be? All right. There you go. So, yes. Um, we're also going to touch back on We Didn't Start the Fire later on. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> excited about that. Do, 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 do. Yes. So, Mao was the founding father of the People's Republic of China post World War II in 1949. His political philosophies were Marxist-Leninist, so communist, and he governed as the chairman of the Communist Party of China. Um, In 1966, so a decade before this disaster, Mao started the Cultural Revolution in China, what was known as the Cultural Revolution, which lasted about 10 years, um, 66 to 76. Basically, he wanted to purge China of capitalism and traditionalism, uh, and revive his own philosophy, which became to be known as Maoism, as the prevailing socio-political movement. So this revolution led to a lot of violence across the country. I'll bet. Uh-huh. And Revolutions mili- generally do. Yeah. And a lot of people across all walks of life um, were persecuted yeah. as a result. So good going, Chairman Mao. I was going to say, there, usually an ethnic cleansing is involved in most of these revolutions well, here and there. Or at least a class mm-hmm. warfare sort of, yeah. yeah. And I, uh, there are people who like write dissertations on this and study this, and I'm not even going to try to go there. So please feel free to write a, write us all bad things pod at Gmail if you feel like sharing. They all have a common denominator. What? A change in government. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right, 49 is one... Um, Mao came into power, yep. So during the Cultural Revolution, there was a group of four Chinese Communist Party officials who came to power called the so-called Gang of Four. Um, The leader of this group was Mao's wife, which I found interesting. Um, Tianqing is her name. Okay. Do you like that? I did. Tianqing. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Tip of the tongue behind (laughs) the bottom teeth. That's how it's done. (laughs) (laughs) So earlier in 1976, before the earthquake, um, in January, Cho and Lai, does that Uh, name sound familiar? From, from, uh... We didn't start the fire. I'm sorry. I thought the song was called... Do, 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 do. That too. That's the subtitle. Um, and Lai Bridge on the River Kwai, Lebanon, Shouse de Gaulle. Yes, exactly. 
Doesn't so, isn't that the same verse that has the the little mind in it? Yes, it, I think it is. Um, Starkweather homicide. Rock, Mickey Mantle, Kerouac, Sputnik, So and Light, Bridge on the River, Quiet mm-hmm. Lebanon, Shostakov, California Baseball, Starkweather homicide. Children, Children of, of the, the little mind. Do 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 do. Okay, I, I swear that's the last time I'll do that. Okay, so So I'll do and Light. My own head from now on. <laughs> okay was the premier of the People's Republic of China under Mao, but he died in January of 76. So that actually triggered the protests at Tiananmen Square. Does that sound familiar? Uh, those happened Tiananmen in 1989. Square. No, 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 no. 76, same year, in April. Okay, I'm thinking about a different protest at okay. Tiananmen Square. And there very well may have been multiple ones. Yes. It's just this one. Um, That's the one that happened when I was in junior high in okay. 1989. Yes. Okay, well, there were protests at Tiananmen Square in 76. in 76, yes, in April. And Mao died on September 9th, 76. The Gang of Four was deposed on October 6th, 76. So, and this earthquake happened in July end of July 76. So this earthquake happened in the middle of like the downfall of um, a complete dynastic change. And I'm going to guess probably hurried things along a little bit. We will get to that. Yeah. Shot, 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 shot. Yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. All right, stop. Okay, yeah. So that's sort of a little bit of the socio-political climate of China at the time of this earthquake. In events where in... In the span of a couple of months, you had an earthquake that killed yeah, in like nine months, yeah. a quarter of a million people. Mm-hmm. You had a change in government, and you had a new government that kind of inserted itself. Would that be correct to say? Um, we'll, we'll get to like but, what happened after the fact. So it wasn't so much uh, an insertion as a. Um, uh, what am I thinking? Like a generational pass over, okay. like passing over. It, okay. it wasn't quite that shocking, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Either way, people didn't like it, and that's what led to yeah. Well, Tiananmen Square for mm-hmm. sure. Like people were protesting. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a lot of turmoil there was going just a on. Lot of political turmoil going Absolutely. on in the span of a couple of months, and an earthquake certainly didn't help things. Yeah. Yeah. It was the it was sort of the peak, the apex of a a decade long. Revolution. Well, think of the uh, the fallout politically from New Orleans when that hurricane happened. Katrina. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that had all sorts of con- sure. consequences. But the one thing that people kind of fail to realize it had political consequences oh, sure. too. Sure. Because in the next elections that happened about six months later, mm-hmm. most of the Republicans were out. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So now let's talk about the the earthquake. Sort of set up for the earthquake itself. So we talked about the political climate and sure. the social climate around that time. So earthquakes, and I got, I started, what did I start? Oh, I started researching the tsunami, the Boxing mm. Day tsunami mm-hmm. of 2004 before I left my, well, before I left, before I was laid off. From my job, and I've lost that research, which sucks because I got way into earthquake. Anyway, I'll get back into it. So I'm just going to give a quick overview of like earthquakes. Sure. We'll get more into it um, scientifically. But since we got politically into this one, I don't yeah. want to add science to it. <laughs> we can only handle one subject at a time. So 
Earthquakes are caused by shifts in the tectonic plates of the Earth's crust, right? So in super oversimplified terms, when an earthquake happens, two plates either slide by each other or one slips over the other, et cetera, et cetera. That releases seismic waves, so massive amounts of energy, and when enough energy is released, the ground act, like literally quakes, hence the term earthquake, right? So there is our little pocket of science. The earth thing. literally just shifted. Yes, yes. So that that's an earthquake. We'll go into that more in detail. This is our first earthquake on All Bad Things. But it there is. Are many more to come. There are a lot of them. We have the Haitian earthquake. We have the Boxing <sighs> okay, Day ton of them. tsunami that was caused by an earthquake. There. When, when I said originally in the beginning of this, San Francisco. Well, I meant to say the one in 1906 mm-hmm. because there are two different San Francisco right. earthquakes that happened inside of one century. What was the other one? 89. 89. 89. Yeah. But so see, at, at the at the Absolute last year of that century, but mm-hmm. they had two major earthquakes. No, in not that se- last year. They still had a decade to go. 1989. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. But anyway, mm-hmm. a decade is what I meant to say. Um, yeah. Going into 1990. But so 1906 happened. That's the mm-hmm. one I meant to. That's the one I meant to. How many people died in that, to your knowledge? Well, we would have to do research on we it. We will. We'll I'm gonna, cover that I'm one. I'm going to guess that it would be the same thing. Like A quarter million? Uh, no, no, I, I mean, like, the baseline is, well, we think this many, oh, but, I gotcha. but who knows, I gotcha. because that started... Records, and yeah. Well, for that time tough. period, especially, we're yeah. talking over 100 years ago. Right. Plus, it, it has started fires, all kinds of stuff. It's and, true, there's, like, fallout from secondary yes. causes, yeah. So, anyway, we'll, to get back to the... We'll cut all of that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or most or of it. At the very least, we will cover that in more detail in future yes. episodes, but... This, That'll be a two-parter. Yeah, a multi-parter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Tangshan earthquake took place along the Tangshan Fault. So a fault is where a crack in the plates exists naturally that makes an area more vulnerable to movement. Um, like the San Andreas Fault, right? A uh, very famous one in California. Uh, the Tangshan Fault is a strike-slip fault. So basically, if you picture, and I'm using hand motions because that's so useful on a podcast. <laughs> if you picture two tectonic plates side by side, when they sort of like scrape past each other, that's a strike-slip fault. Versus like one like slipping over the other or under the other. It, it's just, just like kind of nudge each other. Next, yeah, next to each other. <laughs> and it sounds so gentle. Yeah, they just, it just gives a nudge and it yeah. kills a quarter of a million people. Right. So the Sanctown Fault is about 25 miles long and runs near the city of Sanctown, which makes sense. Um, so Sanctown, just to give context to where it is in China, it's along the east coast of China, pretty far north on along the east coast of China, along the Yellow Sea, and across the Yellow Sea is North and South Korea. So it, it almost looks like a bay, you know, kind of area. And Tsangchan is in the province of Hebei, so in, in sort of like the larger district sort of area. And just to put this into context, it's about 68 miles east of Beijing, which okay. is an enormous city in yes. China. Yeah. Um, so the, the plates involved in this uh, tectonic movement was thought to be the Emerian and Eurasian plates. So just to give some, some background. 
Uh, Know know your plates, people. Exactly. Know your plates. So the city of Tsangshan is pretty sizable, mostly industrial. Um, At least at the time, I'm not sure if they still do, um, relied a lot on coal. So coal mining was a big big industry. We're talking 1976. Yeah, probably it it might still be. I'm not. I'm not positive. It was kind of tricky to find some of that information out. But its current population is close to three million people, or two and a half, three million people. And the population at the time of the earthquake was about 1.6 million. So it's we're not talking tiny city, but the country of China is. Highly populated. It's a, it's a tiny city in the country of China. Right, exactly. Here. <laughs> a tiny city is like 3,000 um, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, you said it was currently at 3 million? Is that what you said? Um, Sangchan? Yes. Yeah. Um, that would be our fourth, fifth largest city? Well, I know, like, greater... Um... The, the top four I know are this, in... in Canada between the Canada in the Canada between Canada and the United States uh-huh. uh, because Mexico City has like twenty five million or something right. ridiculous it's a huge, like that. Huge city, yeah. Um, but regarding Canada and the United States, the cities population wise go New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Toronto. Oh, okay. Toronto is the fourth. How many bi- people are in Toronto? Uh, like five million. Okay, four so, to five million, okay. something like that. Mm-hmm. But I but Houston has come along. Uh, Dallas, Miami has a size. Yeah. Well, South Florida in yeah. general has like three or four million people. But, yeah, but but the thing is, like prop, like Houston proper is way less than their sprawl. Same right. thing with That's Dallas. That's the thing. It's it's the yeah. suburban areas yeah. too. The surround the metropolitan areas. Yeah. Right. But this would be currently a top ten city. Possibly, yeah. Population-wise yeah. in the United States. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There, it's like, uh, it cracks well, the top 20. because you're talking about a billion-plus people. Yes. So, yes. Yes. So, there were some odd predictors of this earthquake. Natural predictors of this earthquake that, in retrospect, makes sense. But, obviously, at the time, it was just weird. Um, uh, so... In one village outside of the city, the well water rose and fell several uh, times a day okay. leading up to this earthquake, and that was unusual. Just a, just a bit. Yeah. Gas started spouting out of a well in another village as early as July 12th, which was like two weeks beforehand. Um, and I'm going to go with unusual on that one. Yeah, that's super unusual. Hey, be, you want to come and see our gas well? Right? <laughs> the gas that's just <laughs> randomly spouting from our well. Um, I'd be like, that's supposed to be a water well, Doug. Yeah, not a gas, <laughs> not a gas line. Yeah. And you know how they say that animals can tell when something's going to happen in mm-hmm. nature? And that's not bullshit either. Yeah, there are reports of that that's exactly what happened. So this is pretty weird. They said that um, chickens... Some in some areas like stopped eating, like refused to eat, and were running around clucking, like just like what the what's wrong with them. Um, so that was kind of weird, and this I thought was super creepy. People in Sangshan who owned fish in aquariums, their fish were jumping out of the aquariums, and they had to like put them back in, okay. and then they jump back out, and they had to put them back in. That's super creepy. So it's basically like suicidal fish. Yeah, that's like a. I mean, writing... not deliberately, but yeah, they were that's... just agitated. They were clearly yeah. agitated, which which makes sense that like it, it's a fundamental well, natural tuning in of nature. Animals know, rely on instinct, different senses than we do. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we basically have the same instincts. Theirs are just more intense in certain areas. Well, so. and less bogged down in day to day like we are. Yeah, we which get they're dist- not. We distracted. Our- we distract yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but that- they can they can see, they can hear, mm-hmm. they can smell. Mm-hmm. It's just their those attributes for them are more intensified than they are for us. Right. So they're operating on a different a different, not a greater or lesser. Right. Just, just a, a different-, different level. Right. Yeah. And, and rodents, like rats and other rodents, were seen, like, running and hiding Yeah. prior to this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, the whole animals can sense it coming is not yeah, no, an old wives' tale. No, not, no, no. Um, there were also more, like, measurable scientific signs that something was going to happen. So, Wang Chengmin of the State Seismological Bureau Analysis and Prediction Department that sounds, in China. That sounds important. Yes. Determined earlier in July, like earlier that month, that the Changshan region would have an earthquake between July 22nd and August 5th. He nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Like you're nailing the Chinese like names. S- and I'm so nailed. And, and the and the size, the size, the seismological size, what is it called? What, what are you trying the to The survey. Say? Seismic activity survey okay. where he worked or whatever, whatever oh, he was the, the head of. Uh, State Seismological Bureau seismological. Analysis and Prediction Department. Yes. Yes. That's a mouthful right there. Yes. Somehow that was harder to say than Wang Chenmin. So apparently when sure. I get a little tipsy, I can speak Chinese very well. <laughs> just not English. Just not English. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, he, he was two of us, dead right. He was dead right. Yeah. On what was going to happen, so and he he, yeah. I, I I'm kind of I'm hoping two different things with mm-hmm. this guy, and I have two different motivations. But anyway, a part of me is hoping he stayed in town trying to tell people. Oh, I gotcha. Everybody's got to leave this and that, mm-hmm. but knowing that you know people probably wouldn't have listened to him and would have been like, "Who's this crazy guy mm-hmm. from the guy who measures earthquakes thing?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so. The other part of me is hoping that he just got the fuck out of Dodge. Well, so here's the thing. I like, you always go for the drama, which is super fun. Yes. But you're usually wrong because it just has well, nothing to do with drama. anything. Well, because it's drama. Yeah. Um, the, there was nothing I'm writing. Nice. A, I'm writing a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know mind. you're always writing a movie. Yes, I am. It's very cute. Yes. It's That's either a drama seen. or a comedy yeah. or a dramedy. Or an action movie. You like to write action movies. I do. Yeah. Yes. I like to write movies about... Uh, Gas clouds gallivanting yes. down the mountain. <laughs> yes. And gallivanting is one of the greatest words ever invented. Gallivant is a wonderful word. But I didn't find anything specific that he was like a resident of this region. But that's okay. But he he worked in my, in my mind he is. Okay. And that's that's a nice story. I don't know if that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> But what he did do was actually try to warn officials. And he did. He, he, he warned officials. And actually, an official in Qinglong County, an area in the same province, okay. Hebei is the province of um, So not Tung-tung. too far away. Mm-hmm. He, uh, so, so this official, his name was Wang Chengqing, took Ming's warnings very seriously 
And he and other officials helped prepare the county, his, his whole county. Oh, okay. So um, he actually got somewhere with his warning. He did. Nice. He, he evacuated almost a half million residents. That's okay. Official. That's awesome. And it was, and and the officials who did it were kind of risking their jobs to do it because it was like a big gamble. Like, because if nothing panned out, then you just spend all this money for no good reason. Um, so there were no deaths reported in that particular county for this earthquake. Um, even though massive building damage, they saved their people. Sure. Well, so it was pretty uh, heroic. They would have had an effect from the initial earthquake itself, and then they would have been getting all the aftershocks and all the stuff. We'll get into that. Okay. Shot! <laughs> Do a shot right now at home. I don't hear you. There we go. There we go. Put it away. Yes. <laughs> yes, like a, no, like put a it away. <laughs> no, I meant like... Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> anyway. But also put it away because you don't need any more put it shots. Away. Put it away. <laughs> Please put the bottle Because she's going to say what she just said ten more times. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about the actual earthquake. and it's, Yeah. yeah. So sounds like a grisly one. Yeah. The earthquake struck at 3.42 a.m. local time. <sighs> so basically the middle of the night. On July 28th, 1976. And it clocked in at a 7.8 on the Richter scale. Though some reports had it as an 8.2. Jesus. Regardless, this is considered a major earthquake. Either way, it's a mother. Either way, it's a motherfucker. Yes, yes. Here's something super interesting I read. Just for scale. Um, it's thought that a magnitude 15 on the Richter scale. Could literally destroy the entire Earth. I didn't know it went up that. I thought it stopped it, at ten. So here's the thing. From what I understand, the Richter scale is like it's liquid. So in other words, if if so something it, like bigger and bigger happens, they could still add numbers I see on. What you mean. Yeah, it's all relative. It's kind of like the same way they measure a volcano. Yeah. It, it, yes, and it's they don't they don't know exactly what's possible. Exactly. Exactly. But I just thought it was so interesting that they actually had a number on the Richter scale that could just destroy the whole planet. That is a uh, planet destroyer. Yes. An extinction level event. There is no planet destroyer. (laughs) What's that from? That's from the last Star Wars, where they're trying to hide that the Death Star even exists, because it's a planet planet killer. Oh, is this the uh, Rogue Rogue One? One. Okay. He's like... Now, that's not technically Star Wars. Yes, it is. It's canon. Well, it's, in the, okay. it's canon, yes. Okay. But let's get back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Star Wars isn't let's reality? Let's get back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to stop rapping now. <laughs> Are you ashamed of me at no, this point? No. Okay. This is entertaining as hell. I'm you sure. Kidding? I'm sure. So, something unusual about this particular earthquake was that there were no foreshocks. So, you know, you've heard of aftershocks. Sure. There was no, like, little tremors leading up to it, which for a, an earthquake of this is magnitude a normal, is typical. Yeah, it's a normal yeah. thing. That, that's why they say you've got five seconds to get in your doorframe. Right, right, or something you know, like that. Once you feel it, you know. But but other than the suicidal fish. So, it just, all was, ju- it just yeah, came. It just came out of nowhere. Damn. So so yeah that that was that was something that was an exacerbating factor. Well, a lot of people are asleep. Most people are yes, asleep. Yes, and that was another exacerbating factor. So early in the morning, people were asleep, unaware, unprepared. 
the streets actually would have been a safer place for people to be than sure, in buildings. Sure, than inside. Yes, yeah. exactly. That could collapse on you. Um, and also, Man. prior to this earthquake, remember I mentioned the Sanchon Fault? Yes. The fault line that was 25 miles? They didn't even know that it existed prior to this earthquake. <laughs> so it was thought that this area was actually, like... No, earthquakes don't really happen here. It was really unusual. So this is the terrible thing. Buildings were not built to withstand sure. earthquakes because why would you and plus we're talking for that? Plus we're talking about 1976. China, when, yes. When uh-huh. just buildings to sustain an earthquake weren't all that realistic to begin with. Yeah, even in... Especially in China. Yes. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, they're, they're like they're they're like there's a billion people we got to put them somewhere, stack them on buildings, right? You know. And then to exacerbate it, so if there, as if there weren't enough aggravating factors, the city is all or was at least I don't know if it still is I'm imagining so, but built on alluvial soil, which basically means like a it's loose, unstable sink, type really. of ground, not a packed, well right. fortified ground, so. During the earthquake, the soil... So, so, possi- so probably like the worst conditions possible yes, for an earthquake It was happen. a perfect storm of an earthquake. Yeah. It'd be like an earthquake happening in New York City. <laughs> I mean, New York City's built on a landfill. Uh, right, right. As far as like, yeah. ground, yeah. In California, they've kind of figured out how to mitigate it a little bit. Right, or at least prepare. Yeah. Right, so... But, and, and during the earthquake, this alluvial soil... Basically liquefied. So it just... So you were just fucked. Buildings were not stable. You're just fucked. So all of these conditions combined for just absolute devastation. chaos. Yes. Um, An area of about 20 square miles within the city was basically just wiped out entirely. 85% of the city's buildings were either completely collapsed or were just unsafe to inhabit after it's done mm-hmm. yeah so the people who did survive the initial earthquake were mostly trapped in rubble oh, just, just they were asleep it yeah. was three like three thirty. and morning. most people freaking died is without knowing yes yeah yeah just basically just like you wake up and the never, roof is collapsing in on you and never woke it. up just well or just that just yeah flattened. that would be the that yeah. would be the hope yeah actually so tremors of the earthquake were felt as Far away as 400 miles. Yeah, that's... Because it was, so, it was yeah. such a huge earthquake. And buildings were damaged as far as 87 miles away from the epicenter. Jesus. Yeah. And all of this happened from an earthquake that lasted about 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It was 15 seconds and it was over. And just devastation. <clears throat> it's again saying, uh, the earth just saying, yeah, I don't, I'm not really that screen. concerned about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can figure this out, good for you. Right? But, uh... Ugh. So, now let's get into the aftermath. Ugh. So, do you remember Rana Plaza? Yes, and I do. Rana yes. Plaza, yep. Uh, do you remember how uh, the Bangladeshi government refused help from the United Nation- Nations? I'm going to guess that? the same happens here. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Chinese government refused help from the United Nations. They're like, no, we got this. Yep, that's exactly what they said. Nothing They're to like, see here. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just 85% of our uh, city is in ruins, but yep. nothing to see. We don't yep. need a hand. 
So now, rescue efforts did begin immediately, but roads to Changchun were mostly impassable. Yeah. Like, they were destroyed. And unless you're a uh, social worker, and I mean that in in the context of if you're a firefighter, Military, police. Civil. Or, yeah, I guess military too, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would you want to go there? Well, to go, right. But there were people who survived who were trying to help No, but that's what I'm saying. But other other than civilians, you're not trying to get into that city. Uh, Right, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it was it was virtually impossible to get there to begin with. The local hospitals and medical centers were destroyed. Or, Along with the other buildings. Or if the ones that weren't were just overwhelmed. Well, no, they were just destroyed. No, okay. No, that's it. That, that's yeah. true. Actually, they would yeah. be overwhelmed because... Uh-huh. No, no, no. They were destroyed, not yeah. overwhelmed. No, destroyed. I'm just saying, even if ones had made it through... They would have There are, are so many dead, maimed, and right. trapped people. Right. Nobody's bringing people yeah. to the hospital but anyway. But that wasn't even a thing. Yeah, they, they were, were just, just gone. They were just done. Yeah. Um, and there was a major aftershock. A 7.1 on the Richter scale, about 16 hours after uh, the first, after the actual earthquake, um, in the city of Luanshan, about 40 miles east of east of Changchun. Um, and it caused additional damage, impeded rescue efforts. Yeah. And it's estimated that about 80% of the people who survived the initial quake um, and got trapped under the rubble survived. Okay. But once that aftershock happened, basically the other 20% were just done for. Like, that was more Jesus. or less it. And a total of 160,000 people were severely injured. Oh, yeah. And, and that's kind of that's, the, that's the kind of one people, of the things right? you don't think about. Exactly. is the injured. Like, you think of the death toll. Like, yeah. oh, well, at least you survived. Yeah, you survived, but now you have to deal with it. Yeah, I survived, but I don't have a left arm or a right leg. Right? Or you're in a wheelchair or yeah. just disabled for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. So, I mean, Yeah, my back was broken. I had damage. a spinal cord injury. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, f- fuck. So, the city of Sangchun was basically just flattened, completely destroyed. There, not just buildings and roads, Jesus. but like the whole infrastructure water pumps, bridges, oh, yeah. sewers, sewage pipes, railroad lines, just everything. Um, and it was obviously really hard to get supplies to survivors because of the infrastructure just being so destroyed. Even if you're flying them in. Well, where, that's the thing. Where are you going to put them? Yeah, they, they, the Chinese government did start sending helicopters yeah. and supplies the next day. Um, and about 100,000 soldiers from the People's Liberation Army um, went to Sangchan to assist 30,000 medical professionals, 30,000 construction workers. But yeah, it was incredibly difficult to yeah. get there. Where, where are you going to put it? Right. There was like one road leading in and out. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So... Like we said at the top, the death toll is massive. As far as the 20th century goes, as far as we know, pretty much the deadliest earthquake of the 20th century. Um, although it's not completely known for sure because China was in such a politically tumultuous time. The end of the Cultural Revolution, there wasn't the best record-keeping practices. Yeah, I'm going to guess in 1976, China was, wasn't exactly a model for transparency. Yeah, to say the least. Plus, plus, in the governments that followed, there's been actually like a vested interest in trying to emphasize how well everything was going 
versus like how terrible versus how shitty everything was. is. Yeah, I, isn't, isn't that uh, our country's? Uh, it is our country's. It's motto. Every country, it's yeah, every country. Much. So, in accuracy was sacrificed in place of like optimism, basically. And propaganda. So, so the official death toll, according to the Chinese government, was two hundred forty-two thousand. Though, again, because of the lack of accurate ac- records, some estimates are as high as 700,000 people. Well, just look at it this way. The Chinese government admitted to 240,000 people dying. Right. That's just what they admitted That's to. That's what they admitted to, yeah. So... Publicly, we're like, yeah, okay. So you know it's well, more than actually, that. Well, actually, initial, initial numbers given by the Chinese government were closer to 650,000. So it, it could have very well been that high. It's actually really difficult to know. But regardless... So at, at, the, it, time, is, at the time the city had, what did you say, about 1. 1.6? 1. 6 million people. So that's like half the population. And you're talking about 85% of the infrastructure was gone. Buildings, yes. Uh-huh. So you can kind of translate that to maybe 85% of the people were gone, too? Well, if not... I or mean, you're half of that? I mean, like office buildings and stuff. So, I mean, even if initial thoughts were that closer to 700,000 people were killed, that's half the population. Yeah, and I I don't think that's necessarily far-fetched. Probably not. Knowing, just knowing the destruction of the city itself. But even taking the lower figures, I mean, this is the deadliest (laughs) earthquake. The lower figures. This is the deadliest earthquake in modern history, the second or third deadliest in recorded history. Yeah. This, this This was just massive. Um... Over 7,000 households had every family member killed. Jesus Christ. 4,000 children were orphaned. Over 4,000 children were orphaned. There is going to be a refugee crisis out of this. Right? Yeah. And 160,000 families were left homeless. Not people. Families were left homeless. Those all sound like kind of small numbers, too. I'm surprised those aren't greater. It could be very much. It definitely could have been more. Um... And obviously, a lot of people were left disabled from their injuries, like yeah. you said. Just, yeah. So, in spite of the complete devastation, the Chinese government started rebuilding Tsangchan immediately. And today, it's known as the Phoenix City and the Brave City of China. No shit. Yeah, because it's back. It's just back. Um, politically, the earthquake and its devastation contributed to the contributed to the end of the Cultural Revolution of Mao Zedong. Now, he also did die not long after the earthquake, right. like less than two months after the earthquake, and he had appointed Mao had appointed Hua Guafeng to succeed him after his death, and his he Guafeng and his second in command Tang Tanggui. Again, nailed it. I don't think I did it. I think it's actually Tang Yanggui. It sounds like you nailed it. Okay. Visited Tang Tuan on August 4th, and they were photographed comforting survivors and surveying damage, which, like, helped him endear him sure. to the people. Here's a picture. Let's that's see. um That's uh, Hua Guangfeng. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well... Like, there was a lot of, like, goodwill pictures. I was going to say, you got to go out and glad hand, whether whether he means it or not. Right, right. So, Hua was a bit more of a moderate in his politics than Mao. He was a Maoist. Uh, Yeah, those are pictures of the devastation. Jesus, look at that. I know. So, that's a bridge, and then that's just, like... That's the city. Yeah, that's the city. 
You know what that looks like? Hmm. That looks like what Mosul looked like at the end of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Bombing. Just done. Yeah. Except with Mosul, that, that was that was a war. Right. This, this is, is a natural disaster. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell, and this is a panned out overhead shot. Yes. You can uh-huh. tell that this is maybe a tenth of the city. It's, oh, yeah, it's, size. it's a tiny piece of the city. Yeah, yeah and it's fucking... Mm-hmm. It's just gone. It's, it's done. It's, it's, it's just done. It's rubble. Yeah. yeah. You've got to plow all that shit. You're not, you're not rebuilding that. Well, they did. No, but I'm saying you're not rebuilding that. Oh, not the You're exact. You're knocking you. all that stuff down saying, and yeah. starting from scratch. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that's what rebuilding was, right? Yeah. Like starting from scratch. So I'm like, yeah. oh, there's a hole here. There's No, they, they had to flatten that city and start over again. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I know, right? So, Hua Guangfeng was a bit more moderate than Mao, um, and he was generally considered, in the overarching picture of Chinese history, to be, like, a benign leader. Like, not not to... He was a Maoist, but he wasn't as... He was there. Yeah, yeah, basically. So... Here's something that I thought was interesting. That that picture is still. I know, right? It's just it's kind of fucking. Uh, please, uh, well, not please. Hmm. To give yourselves at home some context. You want to. Um. What is the name of the city? I can't pronounce Sanchen. it. China. <laughs> Earthquake, 1976. Put that on Google Images and. Sanchen. Yes. Yes. T A N G S H A N. So Tang Shan. Or just for an easy shortcut, put China Earthquake 1976. Yeah, I'm going to guess uh-huh. this is going to come up. There, there aren't and, a ton of pictures out there, but you can definitely find but them. But here's one picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. That'll give you just an idea of how fucked that city was. Yeah. So something that I found really interesting was that in traditional Chinese thought and philosophy... Um, natural disasters are like a harbinger of dynastic change. And in 19, like basically less than two months or about like, two like months. Like how we started. About two months after this earthquake that Mao Zedong was dead. It was a political shift. It was a political shift, yeah. A dynastic change. So it, it actually did sort of happen according to traditional Chinese ideas. Yeah, fuck that. Like, I, I'm i just looking at that. I know. Just. In the middle of the night, too, basically. Just, yeah, you're just, done. Like, it's gone. It's just all gone. I don't, I don't even like, know. Like, hopefully your ceiling collapsed on you and you never woke up. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really. That's the best sort of best I mean, case would you, scenario. Would you want the ceiling to collapse Short on you surviving. and wake up the next day and be right. like, I'm trapped? Mm. Yeah, fuck that. Well, yes, if you survive, ultimately. Uh, I, and are okay. I don't know. Uh, I, like, I, I, I wouldn't even... Ugh. I'm not sure I'd want to go through the survival part. It, it, You know, it's kind of that, you know, the, the sort of reverence for survivors is for a reason. Yeah. Because it's... Because there would be a guilt attached with that. You oh, know yes. there would be. Oh, yes. There the would have to be. Survivor's guilt is very real. But also just the fact that if you die, it's it's over. Like it's just yeah, over. It's just you don't done. have to. You don't have you to don't suffer have to go through anything. No, but if if you survive and have to rehabilitate, have to like like remember well, the Rana, hopefully, going back to the Rana Plaza. Do you remember like 
people had to survive in the rubble, like, drinking their own pee. Yes. And, like, just just the things you that have to caused, do to survive. Again, that, that was another instance that it didn't go very far because we know what Bangladesh is still like. But that also caused a political shift. They went after... Well, not a political shift so much, but they they, they did went go. after they went after top donors of a political party. They went after the person. And they went you after know what bribers I mean? of yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but yeah. anyway, back to the survivors. Just just the fact that, like, the torment <sighs> of survivorship. Like, there's a reason that survivorship is sort of revered, I think, that that makes sense. It would have been easier to not have gone through any of it. Sure. And it would have been easier to have died in it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean... That's the... That that is, like, I, I really enjoy, not all of them, but smart takes on... You know, end of the world kind of shit. Like what mm-hmm. we did, like end of humanity kind of stuff. Extinction like, level events of humans, right? Mm-hmm. Like because there is a fallout, and people would survive that. There yeah. would there would be pockets of people that would survive it. Right, short of literal extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's never going to be a complete mass extinction of human. There's seven billion people almost. Well, I mean, it's not impossible, but but it, yeah. For I, the I most part, saying. you know, for an extinction level event, that doesn't mean everybody. It happened to the dinosaurs. That just means that just means most people. But at any rate. But the the surviving part and getting through yeah. whatever that would be, and that's why when that's what fascinates me about that kind of circumstances. Like, where would I be in that? Right. Sometimes I'm thinking, well, it would be. Statistically, you would be one. Statistically, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah. But I'm. But I'm thinking, like, what if you were one of the people that lived? What would your course of action be from now on? Kill yourself. Well, I mean, I. I mean, I'm getting dark now. No, but I. (laughs) But but part of it is like I think you would learn to adapt in a way. Like I don't know how to hunt necessarily. Right. I know what goes into it. So Mm -hmm. if if it came down to if I have to eat a squirrel today, then that's what I'll do. I could see myself going there, or I could see myself right. just being like, oh, I, I wish I had died. Right. <laughs> so that was the Sangshan earthquake of 1976. And that was a bastard of an earthquake. A very bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's not do an earthquake for a while. Yeah, we'll space <laughs> them out. I'm trying to space out, like, like... Disasters, yeah. Because yeah. an earthquake is one of those natural disasters that you're pretty much fucked from oh, the get go. You, you don't, you really, don't have much of a chance. It, it can really ha- go down that way. Yeah. 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 So for all bad things, I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week. <laughs>